Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We got to bring in my guest right now, covering the NFL from The Athletic. Joining us on the fan, it's Ted Wynn. What's up, Ted? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you making the time, man. I, I think I just was looking for football guys, and obviously Mike Golick is uh, a football guy, former player, and we can talk about the themes and all the narratives and, uh, you know, the Jimmys and Joes, but I'd like to talk to you more about the X's and O's and not just the Jimmys and the Joes. And uh, that's what you do. So, I mean, I guess tell the folks that may not be familiar with you here in New York uh, what your job is, what you do, what your expertise is, working at The Athletic. Yeah, so I, I specialize in film breakdowns. So I'll, I'll you know break down to all 22 and uh, really talk about the strategy behind every play and uh, I'll look at analytics. And um, I, I think I, I do a good job of blending the analytics and um, film work to try to paint a different picture of the game and give fans a different perspective. Yeah, and I think that's necessary. I feel like, Football is the most popular game, but there are so many things in the game that just aren't seen to most people. And, I mean, if you played the game, I think it gives you a, a layer of understanding. If you've been in a film room, I think it helps. But, like, I, you know, 22, the All-22 film is available to all of us. Anybody can get, uh, you know, a, a membership to be able to watch that, and that really tells the truth. So when we look at this Super Bowl, obviously the first narrative, and you mentioned analytics, the first narrative and the leading narrative is around Kyle Shanahan, him taking the ball in overtime, and people saying, oh, well, analytics tells him this, this, and this. I mean, I think it's split. But what did you see that determined that overtime on film? I mean, obviously there were some play calls and some some things that they didn't do, but what did you see from your eye reviewing the overtime um, and the decision to go for it or, or the decision to take the ball in overtime with the Niners? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's pretty 50-50, and, you know, I can see both sides of the argument. So, you know, I I think we're a very results-orientated, um, you know, <laughs> species. So, uh, obviously, um, the Niners losing that game, most people are going to turn on Shanahan for making that decision. But uh, I, I, he gave a pretty good reason um, why he did also. He also said that, uh, the, the Niners' defense was pretty gassed at that point, so he wanted to give them a break. So I, I, I think those, that's a legitimate reason to take the ball first, and you know, being able to have that first sudden death if there was a tie situation was another reason why uh, they they decided to take the ball. 
but but watching a film, um, you know, it just came down to uh, red zone offense. And um, throughout most of the game, uh, both defenses were playing pretty well in the red zone, forcing each team to kick a field goal. And um, in the end, the Chiefs defense was able to uh, force the, the Niners to uh, kick a field goal. And um, on that third and four on the 11-yard line, um, Spags called a six-man blitz. He was being aggressive all day. And uh, I think the one, the, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people are criticizing Kyle Shanahan that I, I don't really agree with. But I think if you are, you know, were to be critical, I didn't love the the call on that final call. Um, they had a, a route to Juwan Jennings against Jalen Watson. Um, it ended up being wide open against man coverage, but on the play they had a play action concept, and they had a kind of a really complicated play action uh, protection that kind of busted. Uh, they let Chris Jones and a linebacker go straight at Purdy, and he didn't have mm-hmm. time to get the ball to um, to Jennings. So you know, I think in that situation, play action was unnecessary on third and four. Um, just you know, get into a straight drop back game and get the ball to Jennings, and maybe that's on Purdy for not changing the protection at the line of scrimmage, but um, they just made things a little uh, unnecessarily complicated in that um, red zone area, and it led to two free runners at Purdy, and in the end, they couldn't get it done. They kicked a field goal, and as we know, you can't kick field goals against uh, Patrick Mahomes. He came down and led the uh, Chiefs on the game-winning drive and ended the game. Yeah, you said a couple things there, and I got to try and you know keep it short and ask you the actual question, but, you know... Mahomes versus Purdy, that's another topic. And Mahomes is just on a different level as a quarterback as far as seeing a defense, getting in the right protection, knowing where to go with the ball, whatever it is. And in his second year, Brock Purdy isn't there yet, but I think he's going to evolve. A ton of people want to say, see, he's a game manager. He couldn't he couldn't get him over the hump. He couldn't get the ball to, you know, Jawan Jennings on that play. Or, you know, there was another play, Ayuk was open. And so, you know, I, I, I saw he left some meat on, on the bone. But what I want to ask you about is Chris Jones. And his effect, like I, I feel like you can't say uh, one thing about Purdy and what he wasn't able to do without giving credit to Chris Jones and how he affected the game. Man, this is a guy that they didn't have week one because of uh, you know issues with his contract or whatnot. This is a guy that completely wrecks wrecks the game on defense on that defensive line. And I know you got a, a front row seat watching him and uh, seeing what he did. So can you speak to us about the effect of number 95, Chris Jones, on that offensive line and Brock Purdy last night? Yeah, I mean, Chris Jones is one of the most important pieces of this whole Chiefs dynasty. I mean, if you remember the the first time the Chiefs and Niners played in the Super Bowl, he made some game-changing plays late in the game, tipping the uh, pass at the the line of scrimmage. And then in this game, he was incredible. I mean, there was just three or four plays where – he wrecked the play by himself right. as a defensive tackle. Um, you know, just a couple plays that I remember off the top of my head. There was a boot play where he read the play, and um, he did. He disrupted the play by making Brock Purdy have to like do a whirly bird around and throw the uh, ball to Juwan Jennings eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. It ended up being eight yard loss. And then there's another play in overtime where they had a nice play drawn up for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, there was a screen play where Brock Purdy threw it underhand. It looked like he had a lane, but Chris Jones read it and tackled McCaffrey for um, no no yards. So it, it was a, it was one of the most impactful defensive performances, um, you know, that I can re- remember in the postseason. And um, I mean, if you're you know Veach or the, the Chiefs 
um, GM and, and uh, ownership group, you know, I think you got to take a long look at uh, <laughs> right Chris Jones what he wants. Mahomes, Mahomes is going to restructure his contract so they can keep Chris Jones. Yeah, I mean, he, he's that impactful. I mean, it's, I, I can't imagine a guy having a game like that and just letting him go after. Yeah, but I also know that uh, in the NFL, when you win the Super Bowl, everybody comes trying to take pieces of your team away, and he is going to be highly sought after, and it's going to probably be hard for him to turn down big money from a team that can afford to offer him, but I know he has an allegiance to the Chiefs, to Arrowhead. I specifically remember him last year taking offense to the whole uh, Cincinnati mayor, talking about Burrowhead Stadium and uh, you know Joe Burrow being uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad and all that nonsense. Like Chris Jones was pissed off about that. And here they are, back-to-back champs. Um, another question I wanted to ask you, right? When I watched... When I watch the Kansas City offense, and when I or not Kansas City offense, the San Francisco 49ers offense, early in that game, what they're able to do with Kittle, with Juszczyk, right, those guys are a problem. Because, uh, I mean, they can line Juszczyk up as a running back, fullback, as a slot, as a tight end. I mean, they use a ton of motion to throw you off their scent. I feel like in the beginning, that first drive, they had it all going, and there's a lot of people talking about, oh, they went away from the run late in the game, late in the game. And I say, yeah, that happens late in the game because now you're up against the thought of losing. You don't have a 10-point lead anymore. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is coming. What did you see from the start of the game and their offense obviously rolling until you know McCaffrey put the ball on the ground? But what did you see from what they were trying to do to the Chiefs in the beginning of the game to ultimately at the end of the game where it didn't work and the Chiefs stood tough in overtime? Yeah, I mean, all year the Niners' superpower has been their versatility out of 21 personnel, which is mm-hmm. their two-back, one tight end, two-receiver set. Um, so if team if a defense decides to play base personnel against them, which means they only have four defensive backs on a the field, um, then they're able to spread out from their 21 personnel, and like you said, line up use check and receiver, line up a catcher in a slot, and really punish you with mismatches that way. And, and create big plays off of um, through the air, and that, that's been their superpower throughout the entire year. And if teams try to line up light, like with their nickel or dime set, then they'll run the ball and, and punish you that way. Um, so the Chiefs came out and they decided, you know, we we're going to stop the run. They're going to come out in base personnel and really load the box and stop the run. And uh, for for most of the game, they did out of uh, base personnel in the, in the first half. Um, they only had five carries for 11 yards they did a pretty good job of stuffing the run with their base personnel um so the you know with the Niners identity all year if you trot out that base personnel we're going to try to uh beat you at the pass and um that's what they did in, in the second half but it's not like they completely went away from the run they got into some negative uh yardage situation where you know they had penalties on first down where um, they got to second or third and long where they had to pass so um, I, I don't think that's a valid criticism that um, they really went away from the run. I think, you know, Christian McCaffrey still had um, 30 carries from what I remember. I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me or close to it. Um, so I, I don't think they uh, abandoned the run. They, you know, some of the situations kind of uh, played out where they had to pass. And part of their identity is creating those explosive pass plays if you try to take away the run. Yeah, uh, CMC had 22 carries, and that's exactly what it is. Like th- This is why I'm having you on, because I know you watch the film 
And I think it's easy for people to get carried away with the narratives. Like, see, see, he did the same thing when he was the uh, offensive coordinator for the Falcons. They abandoned the run. They didn't run it enough. CMC should have had the ball. Well, hey, when you're calling plays, you're not really dialing up run plays to get you third and long, second and long, uh, seven, eight yards. There are certain situations where you have to throw the ball because of the analytics and the percentages of you to find success throwing the ball downfield. Um, Here's another one for you. I, I had a take. That some people disagreed with, but I think people just, you know, they, they took it the wrong way. I talked about Dre Greenlaw. I talked about the fact that he talked a big game before the game, saying how the last time the Niners lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, he was a rookie, and how he's not a rookie anymore, and how everyone's going to have to see him. That whole team's going to have to see him. And when I saw him make that first tackle on Jarek McKinnon to, uh, you know, force a three and out and get the Chiefs off the field, he was so amped up in his celebration. He pounded the turf, almost hit McKinnon in the head, and, like, ran and flexed. And immediately he caught my eye because I'm like, this is the Super Bowl. He's got to turn it down a notch. It's a long game ahead. And also, he's going to put the target on his back with the Chiefs where they're going to come looking for him. Before that could even going, uh, get going, he ends up getting so hyped up re-entering the field that he doesn't re-enter the game again. He, he tears his Achilles coming back. From the sideline, he was he was too hyped up. He wasn't controlling his emotions. I saw on your Twitter that you wrote, hey, the, the 49ers are extremely thin at linebacker. Greenlaw is one of the best linebackers in the league. This is going to hurt the Niners' pass run defense. And that's what I immediately thought in my notes because I've credited Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner as a tandem, as being the best tandem of linebackers in the league, in my opinion. When you have those two, they, like they can wreck everything. What did you see? Because you obviously knew in real time when you tweeted it out at 738. What I knew and what a lot of people knew that, hey, they're going to be be vulnerable. And then I saw a tweet go out that they targeted um, the backup, Oren Burks, nine times. The ball was completed nine times. It was 134.7 passer rating when targeting this guy. And PFF gave him a grade of 32 in coverage. That right there was a big mistake by Greenlaw. Obviously, you can't predict injuries, but what did you know from your film study and seeing right there that you tweeted out in real time and then it actually came to life? Yeah, yeah I've watched Greenlaw play a long time, and um, he's made so many impact plays through the playoffs, even late in games where, um, you know, I've talked to him where he, he kind of just starts figuring out the, the offense and kind of understanding what they're trying to do late in games, and he makes a big interception or, or a big tackle. So just not having that presence late in game was huge for them. And part of the way that teams were attacking the Niners were they were trying to get that third linebacker on the field. They were trying to get heavy personnel and get the the San Francisco uh, 49ers to have to get out of their nickel and put that that Oren Burks, their third-string linebacker, on the field. And then they take advantage of him um, with the passing game. Um, So they didn't have to do that anymore after Greg Greenlaw was hurt because Oren Burks was already automatically in the game. So. Um, you know, they didn't have to put out their base personnel to, to try to force him on. They just, he was on a field and they decided to pick on him and they picked on him nine times for, um, I think 130 yards, something like that. And, uh, they were pretty successful at it. So Greenlaw was a huge loss and, um, it just hit the Niners in a position where they're particularly thin and very top heavy. Ted, you're the man. I appreciate your expertise, your knowledge, and, uh, I got to stay tuned and, and keep following you. I just followed you. We're talking to Ted Wynn from The Athletic. He's at FB underscore film analysis on Twitter. He watches the All-22 stuff. He knows his 
football stuff, the X's and the O's and the Jimmy's and the Joe's. Thanks for joining my show, Ted. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.